0: <laughs> ah. Ah. Oh shit! Mm. Cheers to Australia, y'all. Yeah. Oh fuck. Get fucking windy out here. We can deal with it. We can deal with it. Oh. Righty then, how's it going everybody? Happy Australia Day to you all, welcome to the Jam Room Podcast, hope you've all had a fine fucking time out there since the last time we chatted, which is a week or so ago, I don't need to remind you of that, you can just check the dates, but how you all been? Happy Australia Day like I said, guys, uh, this isn't Australia Day when I'm recording this because I was celebrating like a fucking patriot. Uh, so today day after Australia Day, had a great time. Guys, it was, um, it was Australia Day for the records. Fucking went out for a little sale, went snorkelling, fucking got food out and about, had a barbecue around my parents' house, fucking the way it should be. Fuck yeah, Australia Day. How was yours? Did you guys have fun? I gotta tell you, fucking snorkelling is something else, hey. This is something I've been wanting to get into for a while, but uh, Jesus Christ, it's addictive. It's very addictive. I kind of uh wanna do nothing else but plan my next trip out there. I fucking love that shit. Lo the the world that we're just not privy to being fucking shore dwelling people. Like you're just you're looking out to the abyss, it's like, oh there's fucking nothing out there. Like I used to I used to think like oh fuck what what the hell's the point of like having a nice house overlooking a beach so you can just see the endless nothingness of the ocean with the fucking sunset whatever cool you get nice sunsets or whatever but give me a mountain or a fucking a river or a forest way superior as far as views go right but ugh, excuse me as soon as you put the head under that fucking water oh it's beautiful down there fucking beautiful down there it's kind of strange like I was um so we went out to little island and if you're here for, if you're here in Perth you know little islands this little fucking Rocky outcrop, like of like just just off of fucking Hillary's. It's it's fuck all away, right? It, it takes like five minutes to drive there in a boat, right? Um, but there's big sea lions that sort of frequent the area, and you know others, you know, it's a bird sanctuary of some kind. But it's a beautiful fucking reef, and the underwater life is spectacular. I could have snorkeled there all day. It was fucking phenomenal. Absolutely loved it. But you know, like it's snorkeling is one of those great things like if you're someone that like um experiences anxiety and you know things can freak you out or whatever like this might help you like this really might help you is going snorkeling because by all accounts it's terrifying right like, I, like we, we were snorkeling as was a bit of a group of us i had a buddy there and his kid and, and my wife was there snorkeling i'm kind of just assuming that everyone's following me right having a nice snorkel, you kind of go on your own little fucking journey, you know, because you can't talk to anybody, You're you're not socializing at all, you're kind of just having your own adventure there underwater, right? Well, on the surface of the water, but looking under the water. So your whole mental focus is underwater at that point, right? That's your world now. So I'm going on this massive fucking journey or whatever, going through rocks, fucking diving down here, doing whatever, and, you know, seeing all this kind of wicked bullshit. Pop my head up, And now I'm quite a ways from the island and on the other side of it as well. And it turns out all the people I was snorkeling with had turned around and gone back to the shore a little bit. Um, So I couldn't even see them. So now I'm like by myself in a bit of an abyss of the ocean. So when your head's out of the water and you're looking around, you don't know what's under the water. Fucking terrifying, right? You can get that anxiety and rightly so because the unknown is fucking scary, right? As soon as you put your mask on and just look underwater, all that fear just fucking fades. Because now you know what's there, and it's beautiful, and it's gorgeous, and you're at peace, and all that sort of stuff, and it's fucking fantastic. Highly recommend it. If you've never been snorkeling before, get your shit together and go snorkeling. If you are a snorkeler, you definitely fucking know what I'm talking about. If you get some one of these guys is just like, ah, oh, no, that's that's a snorkeling's gay, you should go diving as well. It's like, yeah, fine. I understand. I'll, I'll, I'll work that shit out and I'll spend some equipment or some money on equipment later in life, maybe. But yeah, it was fun as fucks. We did that and then we all went for a nice sail and went to Hillary's, had a fucking nice little little lunch, drinks, obviously drinks. It's fucking Australia Day. Of course you're drinking. It was amazing to see uh, so many fucking boats out there on the water all having a good time with their Australian flags out, cranking fucking... Shitty Australia music, but, you know, that's what you do. It's what you do. Fun fucking times, right? Sorry, I thought I'd just stop the recording. No, I think it's still going. I think it's still going. But uh, as with every year, Australia Day comes with some controversy, as you know. But, like, even prior to Australia Day, something weird happened that I didn't know was a fucking thing. The Australian government spent $20 million on the rights of the of the fucking Aboriginal flag the Australian Aboriginal flag, right? I didn't know this was a copyright that some dude owned. Is this all news to you guys? That someone can own a copyright on a flag? And so apparently anything that like had this flag on or whatever this guy's like fucking getting royalties for or some shit like that, I don't know. And also, maybe it's the artist that... It is the artist that, that designed the original the flag or whatever. Um, and I don't think that that piece of art... ...is worth 20 fucking million dollars. That's just me saying it. I'm just going to come out and say it. And It's not because it's disrespectful. I'm not saying anything bad about... ...what the flag represents or anything like that. I'm just saying just the sheer... ...image of the fucking flag... ...is not worth 20 million dollars. I don't care who the fuck you are. It's two colored rectangles... ...with a yellow circle in the middle. What is this? Banksy? Fuck it. Who the hell cares? Like, and I'm starting to see this problem more and more in life, guys. Like, fucking people are unable to separate, like, the the symbol, like a flag, from the thing it represents, right? So did you pay $20 million for the, the symbol? Or did you pay $20 million for the fact that it represents all Aboriginal people, right? And if it does represent all Aboriginal people, who the fuck is charging $20 million on their behalf? That's so weird. You know what I mean? I don't don't get it. I did not know that there was some kind of copyright behind the Aboriginal flag. It's a great looking flag. I like it. It's pretty cool. In fact, I reckon it should be upside down. Not not, not in a fucking anti-Aboriginal way. It's just if you flip it upside down, it absolutely looks like a fucking sunset in Australia. Right? If you put the black at the bottom, the red at the top, with the yellow as a sunset, that's what sunsets look like here in Australia right? So it should, be, it should be the other way around. So maybe we should just invert it. But, you know, people are going to take that the wrong way because they're going to be, um, not be able to separate the fucking symbol from the reality or whatever. That's just what's going on in this world. But fucking $20 million. $20 million. So now Australia owns the rights to a second flag. And, you know, it always like kind of confused me as to why the Aboriginal people would want a flag. Like, you know, flags are pretty fucking colonial right like look at look at the americans they went to the moon it's the first thing they did is put a fucking flag up and claimed it right it's like so that's the thing that apparently they hate was the fact that they were, they were colonized Colon, colonized whatever whatever that word is invaded they like to say or whatever but that was all with the use of flags and so their way to get back at it is like oh let's make another fucking flag all right cool you're just one of us now, right? And maybe we should all just use the same flag. I don't care what that flag is. It's, it's whatever. It's neither here nor there. But $20 million, finally, the Aboriginal flag has been freed from the copyright of its designer or whatever, who seemed to have uh, charged a lot of money just because it uh, it represented uh, a whole bunch of people that he never met. Cool, it is what it is. But you know, that's fucking part of Australia Day. There's obviously all the protests with fucking change the date. It's offensive to people. It's offensive to people. And I gotta tell you guys, this is like, um, this is some shit that fucking kind of rubs me the wrong way. And it's, it doesn't really rub me the wrong way. It rubs me the wrong way in so far as I don't get it. And for the record, I'm a fucking idiot. So there's millions, countless things that I don't understand, right? Um, and I just ask questions and see where the hell that takes me. But like again is this sort of the, the, the sim the symbol of something and the thing it refers to, right? I mean this is this is just obvious of how words work or fucking any kind of symbol works. All the words and the symbols and the flags that are, are arbitrary outside of the things they reference, right? So there is the sign and there is the reference to which that sign points, yeah? The concept underlying the word, the flag, the fucking date, whatever the fuck it is, right? And so to a lot of people, they seem to think that uh, this particular date, 26th of January, represents um, the starting of a genocide or an invasion and all this sort of stuff, right? That's kind of strange, right? And so if you change that date, it's like, oh fuck it, let's just not do it on the 26th, let's do it on I don't know, any arbitrary date, April 2nd. All right, let's just do it on April 2nd instead. Let's move Australia Day to April 2nd. We're all celebrating the same fucking thing. What have you done? You've done absolutely nothing, right? We're not, like, the date is arbitrary. It's, we're pointing to the concepts, and this is where it starts getting deeper and deeper into it, where people start saying, like, fucking, you're not actually celebrating the fact that you're happy to be in Australia and we're all in this together and we just want to fucking move on with life and just like create a good nation here, apparently you're celebrating this particular genocide or this invasion or whatever. And I don't know about you, but I've never met anybody that's like looking at the fucking Australia Day fireworks, things blowing up in the sky and going, (laughs) look, that's what we did to the Aboriginal people. That's why we do fireworks, because it fucking represents the explosion and the destruction of their fucking culture. Yeah, fucking white power. No one's doing that. That's ridiculous. That's retarded. So yeah, change the date. No one fucking cares. It refers to the exact same thing. It's just like with language. People say, oh, you can't say that word anymore, right? You can't say that word. You got to use this more politically correct word. If it references the exact same concept, what have you gained? except for a little bit of exercise of power and tyranny, you cunt, right? You know what I mean? You're not, you're not allowed to call him fucking, I don't know, a midget anymore. You've got to say little person. It's like, all right, fine. I'm, I'm talking about the same thing. But now you've just ex- exercised some control over me. And that kind of makes me a little bit resentful just because you're trying to control my language. When Even when you control it, I'm still able to point to the same concept, so you did fucking nothing except for an arbitrary exercise in dominance. That's weird to me. I don't know, some people are weird out there, but it just fucking is what it is. So I don't like this ascribed reference that's going on, how people are saying like, oh, it's to celebrate Australia Day is deeply offensive to other sorts of people. It's like, fuck off. You don't know why I'm celebrating it. So how is it offensive to you? You don't know who I am. I might just be like, I'm from a family of fucking immigrants that got their citizenship on Australia Day. It was a big thing. They became Australians on Australia Day. They fucking live in this country, raised their family in this country, and just wanted to have a fair go like everybody else. So oh, that that's not what we're celebrating. People like my family had nothing to do with the fucking, the apparent genocides of, of Aboriginal folk. Uh, but yet us to celebrate australia day means that we're partaking in that somehow oh go fuck yourself you're an idiot it doesn't really matter and either way people have to have some kind of way to celebrate like look how many fucking dates there are for aboriginal people to celebrate their culture there's like 30 of them they happen like every second week throughout the calendar year it's ridiculous australians can't just be like you know what I don't actually give a fuck if this country was founded on slavery or genocide or invasion or whatever. Every fucking country has its crazy tumultuous past, right? I'm celebrating the fact that we're moving forward. Can can we not just celebrate the future and how we're growing together and some things were fucked up, whatever, and it was like, oh, it's a day of reflection, day of reflection. It's like, yeah, but it should also be a day of appreciation for, you know... Sometimes good comes out of horrible things, eventually. I'm not saying we should do it again, but, you know, it's not that bad, right? It's getting better. Some things were fucked up in the past. That's fine. Don't try and take a celebration of the future into a fucking guilt trip about the past. Fuck that. Come on. We've got all these other national sorry days and shit like that to fucking, you know, feel bad about ourselves for doing absolutely nothing. Uh... What is it? I'm getting a little off track here, guys. A little off track. Anyway, fucking happy Australia Day to you. How'd you celebrate? Did you something fucking, you know, patriotic and drink beer and, uh, you know, fucking say a few racial slurs? <laughs> I don't know. No, this just stupid. Anyway, so it was Australia Day. I had a great fucking time. Um, shout out to everybody. Obviously, shout out to um, the indigenous people that are also, you know, part of this whole thing we call australia here we're all in this together australia day doesn't mean white australia day it means fucking australia day if you're australian let's fucking party and get together and have a good fucking time have a little barbecue maybe have a burger maybe have a hot dog or a fucking australian sausage sizzle which is like a kind of mix between a folded sandwich and a hot dog um with tomato sauce instead of ketchup, that shit's wrong. Fucking tomato sauce is just sugary, sweet nonsense. Ketchup is fucking the way to go. Just just FYI, guys. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, there's plenty of new music to talk about, guys. We'll get to a little bit later. Let's um, let's talk about some music news. Did you guys see how fucking uh, Neil Young has just been pulled from Spotify? Yeah. Neil Young, fucking the heart of gold or whatever. I'm not a huge fan of Neil Young's work because I'm under 60 so uh, whatever him being moved from Scott, spotify is kind of stupid but again it's the same sort of thing this is this like control censorship sort of thing where people have fucking weird like motives behind people's intents and, and all that sort of stuff it's fucking weird so neil young has, has a bit of a problem with joe rogan right joe rogan biggest podcast in the world fucking amazing taking over the media or whatever right and you know he has open discussions about things like, um, well, literally everything, but one of those things that he seems to talk about every now and then is stuff around COVID, because it's kind of important. It affects the world, right? And he talks to experts about different protocols, whatever, like he's just trying to, he's just a, a, I don't need to explain to you guys who Joe Rogan is. Go fucking watch Joe Rogan, right? And if you watch a single episode of Joe Rogan and come to the conclusion that this guy's a bigoted asshole, I I don't know good for you man whatever but so Neil Young doesn't like the idea that Joe Rogan in just his normal asinine fucking just conversations with people because it's just a regular Joe blow fucking one thing I should at least tell you about Joe Rogan is that he's not a scientist or a vaccinologist or a doctor or anything like that he's a comedian with a bit of an open mind and likes to have conversations and crack jokes cool the stage is set for him to have a conversation about stuff to do with vaccines or stuff to do with COVID. And now everybody's calling saying, fucking Spotify, you got to put a fucking stop to this because he might pontificate ideas that are against the narrative and that's dangerous. So we got to censor Joe Rogan and fucking Neil Young uh, held his own body of work hostage, basically saying like, fucking, if you want this, you better do something about that. And Spotify shrugged and went, Uh, Well, Joe Rogan reaches a way bigger audience than you and makes us a hell of a lot more money, buddy. Sorry, you're gone, right? So fuck Neil Young for even trying to pull that little fucking heist there. The little fucking Neil Young heist. Like, what what a fucking asshole. Like, if you like Neil Young's music, fine, you can separate the artist from the music, but he's tied his music to his own ideology. And what's so strange to me, guys... It's so strange to me um, is why anybody, especially a a, a creative type like a Neil Young or anything like that, would try and censor something that's like a Joe Rogan experience where it's so fucking organic, it's just a conversation between potentially just two idiots trying to figure something out, right? That's fine. But to say that that's dangerous because of what? Why is that dangerous? It reaches a huge audience, cool. Fine. That's kind of the goal of it, right? But it's dangerous because people might watch that and, what, agree with something that's counter to a scientific or more scientific narrative or a political narrative or something like that. And it's like, that's just treating people like fucking children that can't make up their own mind. That as if that's all they watch is Joe Rogan. They don't watch anything else. They don't. They can't, like, weigh this counter-argument against this forthright argument or something like that. You know what I mean? And what's interesting to me about this, and just, you know, I'm just spitballing here with you guys. It's a Jeremy podcast. That's what we do. But isn't the whole idea about trying to shut down someone for misinformation based on the, the fact that you think it will be dangerous because someone will just believe it and blindly go along with it? Isn't that an argument for not having just one narrative because people might just believe it and go along with it without questioning? You see what I'm getting at here? Like why cancel someone saying it's an issue because of its potential effect on a extremely unintelligent and unreflective population, but your narrative that it, there's, there's actually no danger in you doing that, but there's danger in someone doing that. The other thing, right? Uh, am I making sense here? I don't I, don't, I just don't even know if I fucking am to myself, but something just doesn't fucking feel right to me. It stinks. It fucking stinks. I don't like it. And um, you know, good on Spotify. I have my problems with Spotify, you know, whatever, but they seem to be getting better and they seem to be working more towards fucking promotion of free speech. It was kind of cool like when Joe Rogan's got all this spotlight on him and like, oh, it's dangerous. You know, he's a bit of a fucking uh, a gateway to the alt-right or some nonsense like that. He has Jordan Peterson on, who's also been accused of being a gateway to the alt-right. So like, fucking good on you, Joe. You just double down on the shit that they're trying to, trying to stop you from doing. Keep doing that. You've got you to fucking give faith to people that they can make up their own fucking mind. You could, like, someone can absolutely watch CNN and then watch Fox News, Right? You're allowed to watch both and come up to with your own conclusions from things, right? That doesn't mean you like you should shut down one or the other because one might be wrong, one might be right. It's like that that's not your choice. It's up to me to decide what I fucking feel is true based on my own criterion of knowledge, right? Cuz some people are fucking hypocrites out there and I don't like it. <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, some weird kind of fucking form of mind control trying to shut down joe rogan isn't it because guess where uh, it ends it doesn't end it just keeps on going and eventually no one's allowed to speak no one's allowed to think because you can't think without free speech right it's just what it is anyway that was pretty funny in music news you know fucking good on you neil young That's a nice little publicity stunt i think for the first time in 20 years people actually have heard your name again so you never know Maybe if you didn't pull your catalogue from Spotify, you might have got a big fucking bump in, uh, in uh, listeners. Because people are like, fucking Neil Young? Who's he? Play it. Fucking Heart of Gold. Whatever. It's been a fun week for me, guys. Been super busy. Like I said, I've been out fucking sailing. Went to Rottnest on the weekend. Had another snorkel. Uh, it was fucking fantastic. Actually, while we are out at Rotto on the, on the weekend, I also went um, did some stand-up paddleboarding. I don't get stand-up paddleboarding, guys. I don't understand why well, I understand the physics of it and how to fucking do it and all that sort of shit. I absolutely have no idea what the appeal is of stand-up paddle boarding, right? So it's a big-ass board, and you stand on it with a single paddle like a gondolier. I know a gondolier is it's normally just like a pole, right? Don't they just push off the bottom of the canal or something in an actual gondola? Something like that. This one's like, you know, a bit deeper than that, so there's a paddle on the end. So you're standing up, you're doing that, so you're using all your energy, just trying to keep balance on this fucking turbulent little thing. Um, For what reason? I don't get it. Why do you stand up paddleboard? It's not an efficient way to get around. And also, what happened to us is I was paddleboarding, he's like, yeah, I kind of get this. It's fucking working out all the fucking weird little balancing muscles in my leg they were fucking killing just to try and stand upright because of all the fucking micro-undulations or whatever. And uh, then there's also wind. And because you're standing up, you're pretty much a sail. So good luck trying to paddleboard your way into the fucking wind. It's very frustrating and pointless. There's no fun in it. Why would you want to be on the water and not be anywhere near the water? You're standing up on top of it. It's like, fucking check it out. I'm like kind of Jesus now. I'm on the water, but I'm not even fucking touching it. It's, it's so stupid. I don't get it. And you know what was weird? It's like after I did that, I was watching TV. And you know how there's this like Apple Watch ad where it's just, it's just got like um, footage of, you know, the ocean from a drone or something like that. And it's got like an emergency call that comes in from a guy that's calling for assistance because he's being swept out to sea from paddleboarding. I did not notice that about the ad until after paddleboarding. And then it's like, fuck, yeah, he's complaining about not being able to fight the wind anymore. The wind just took him out on his fucking paddleboard because paddleboarding is stupid. Absolutely stupid. But, you know, if you've got an argument to convince me that I should try again, let me know. But apart from that, I think I'm fucking done with paddleboarding. It's so... I, don't, I really don't get it, guys. Really don't get it. But also, towards the end of the weekend, I think it was Monday night, Um, actually got into the, the, the rehearsal studio. I actually did some proper jamming with Liam. It's been like two fucking years since we've actually just had a little improv session like that, you know what we're like, we we get together, we set up a drum kit, some mics, guitar amp and shit, and uh, we just start playing and see what the fuck happens. And um, that's a muscle that's definitely worth training for any musician. It's just the pure improv thing, not by yourself. I mean, if you're constantly improving by yourself, fine, good. But it's about trying to work with chemistry and get you know, someone else's opinion or musical opinion, you know, given to you through whatever beats they choose to play or or energy dynamics, stuff like that, how you're feeling, the conversations you've had. It's like this exercise in musical chemistry. Real fun, real fucking fun. Um, Don't know if I went that well, though, because like I said, we're a little bit out of practice with improvising. So we're going to do it more. Liam's excited to do it more. I don't know what's going on with the, the actual band that we have. That's out of my hands, guys. Um, that's up to our singer and up to Liam, whatever. That's, the ball's in their court for that. But as far as the jamming stuff goes, I really want to do more of that sort of stuff. Because that's kind of the most exciting aspect of music to me. And uh, trying to pull some golden parts from that. I love the idea of trying to make music out of shit that you never foresaw coming. Right? yeah you, you just stumbled across this moment of musicality and like fuck what do we do with this let's discuss let's try and use that to inspire more all that sort of shit right we tried to record but uh the computer was kind of over fucking i don't know it was, it was it, his memory was getting fucked up so every now and then we would do a jam and then only like maybe two or three out of the eight mics actually recorded and stuff like that so it's a fucking bits so of job i don't know um liam's going to look through and we'll, all the shit that we recorded and if there's anything in there that's salvageable that actually sounds like a jam um i'll absolutely put on this podcast it's the whole point of this podcast is how it fucking started it's how it's going to always be and then eventually we'll, we'll pull songs out of this sort of stuff that's kind of our focus for the future and it should be fun i'm hoping it'll be fun it could be could be really shit but that's the whole point of jamming guys is that 99 percent of it is absolute garbage throwaways but those little one percent chunks it's something that you never expected and could be kind of inspiring or something like that so we'll see how that goes but that was fun so uh, maybe next episode i'll be able to show you guys something from that but yeah there's a music for the week um fucking a couple of new albums plenty of new albums out actually Uh, So let's get into a couple. Uh, What did I check out this week? I checked out an album by a guy named uh, Bonobo. Um, This dude, uh, um, I forget his name, Steve something or other, whatever. He goes by the name Bonobo, and he's got a new album out called Fragments. So this guy's like a a British-born fucking, um, now based in LA, I believe, musician. Kind of an electronic DJ kind of artist, but um, kind of a multi-instrumentalist, really. (coughs) And uh, throughout the albums, a lot of uh, collaboration with various singers and maybe instrumentalists along the way. It's weird when you write the credits for people that are in your song, like, oh yeah, it's Bonobo and this guy. They don't really say what that guy did, you know? Is he the voice you're hearing or is he the drum you're hearing? I don't know, I don't know. You just gotta come to your own conclusion if you know the guy is collaborating with you. Like, oh yeah, if I can recognize his voice or that guy happens to be a drummer. You have to know a little bit more than what Spotify offers, and I don't really do a deep dive too much. But the album fragments, guys, fucking cool. How would I explain this album? It's electronica. It's, it's lo-fi meets the next level of um, musicality, right? So lo-fi stuff is usually pretty monotonous. Um, very cool vibes, very cool production, all that sort of stuff. Um, but Bonobo, with this new album, Fragments, has sort of fused some of that into a little bit more sophistication, musically speaking, in terms of harmony, in terms of rhythm, and stuff like that. And also introduced some killer fucking singers with wicked hook melodies, um, stuff like that. So you've got this, you know, interesting melody part to what is usually. Just a fine, cool backdrop of beats and music, right? So he's elevated it. He's elevated lo-fi and um, it sounds great. It sounds kind of, uh, I don't wanna say jazzy cause yeah, uh, yeah, maybe jazzy. Yeah, jazzy, lo-fi jazzy sort of style, whatever. But I definitely recommend checking it out. And remember like all these artists, I will, even though I just heard bonobo for the first time with his new album i will do a bit of a deep dive into his catalog and see like if this is like a maturity of his sound or if it's fucking something brand new because like how wild would it be if i'm here talking about bonobo and talking about this lo-fi electronica album and then i check out the rest of his catalog and it's fucking death metal because that 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 would kind of change the importance of this new album right but I don't know if that's the case yet. I will go into that dive a little bit because, like I said, it's a great album. So I want more of that kind of shit. And I'll check out if there's um cool stuff in you know, his past discography or whatever like that, you know? But yeah, it was, it was great. So Fragments by Bonobo. Definitely check that one out. Fucking cool. If you like that sort of wicked just background music, you know, I talk about Pogo. I talk about fucking artists like that all the time. Um, this is one of them. Really, really cool. Really fun. You definitely won't have a... Uh, like a problem with it you know no parts of the music will make you go oh that was a weird choice like all songs make sense within the song you know what i mean there's no fucking hard fucking jerks to the left and you're like what the fuck where did that come from so there's pleasant surprises not abrupt surprises if you know what i mean but anyway let's get on to the next one fucking aurora aurora uh bought out a new album uh she's from norway and she's a singer She's an incredible singer out of Norway and she's got a new album out called uh, The Gods We Can Touch. Um, eh, It makes me think they're not really gods, but uh, The Gods We Can Touch uh, by Aurora. Uh, Like I said, she's out of Norway and she's definitely got that Scandinavian folksy vibe to her singing and it's beautiful guys. It's really fucking cool. This is a seriously nice album. Um, It's cute because her voice is like cutesy, right? still very mature at the same time and just fucking dominates. It's like, it's got the pop elements. So you know what? A lot of it like reminded me of like Björk sort of stuff uh, because it's experimental, but also poppy, but electronica, but also jazzy, right? So it's got all these weird elements. So it's, it's definitely got its own freshness because of the fucking, uh, the mosaic that is the components of these songs, right? A lot of shit going on. Um, but the production is fantastic. Um, the melodies are fantastic. The harmonies, like I said, she's an insanely good singer. So the harmonies are great. It's kind of haunting, but it's like kind of folksy. Like the, the, the note choices that she's picking in her harmonies, like gives it this like folksy feel, but also has this jazzy electronica vibe to it. So it's, it's very nice. It's very nice. I think my wife will really like this album. It's kind of cool it's neat i'm gonna pay attention to what the fuck aurora brings out in the future guys because it's neat it's neat Take check it out the gods we can touch all right guys that was a weird one wasn't it i have a podcast sorry about that sometimes i go off on tangents and try to explain a thought that i have and then i realize it's maybe not a thought it's just a little grievance somewhere deep in my mind it's a little like like a splinter in my mind oh well fucking fun times all right i'm gonna leave you with a song um this is again this is me trying to invite people to contribute to this this podcast all that sort of stuff musically speaking let's get into some music sort of stuff so like i said liam and i did some jamming we're gonna just filter through those raw ass fucking improv jams maybe pull some ideas out of there formulate them into songs and what i'm about to show you is just one of those examples that i've shown you before but i'd like to refresh your memory on some of these things because this is kind of where this is like a like a stage, I don't know, a couple of stages beyond the jam, right? So you go for the jam, pull out the good ideas, try to focus on those ideas, then try and see how they evolved into other ideas, see if that's a song idea, then start sketching that down. That's kind of where it's left, so it's nowhere near polished, it's nowhere near fucking, um, nowhere near completion, right? Nowhere near it. But unfortunately, we had a hard drive disaster and lost all of these stems, so this is all we've got left of them. But if you're out there and you fucking like the idea and you think you can contribute something like a guitar solo or some vocals or some fucking anything, whatever the fuck you want, please do so. Hit me up and I can send you the mp3 of it. And if you do a great fucking job of it and it inspires us again, absolutely we'll retrack all those fucking things. I mean, if there's a song in there waiting to be fucking hatched, that's what we're here for. All right. So anyway, here it is. This is one of the old, this is a bit of a dark one, I think. I like it. You've got to live in the darkness sometimes, guys. Happy Australia Day. Happy Australia Day, especially if it offends you because you're ascribing motive to my fucking sentiment. You're a cunt. But happy Australia Day. Just fucking enjoy yourselves out there, guys. I'll chat to you all next week real soon. Let's do it again. Yeah. Take care now. Bye-bye then.